Hello and welcome. My name is Lily Richardson. I'm the RX News Manager, and in case you haven't heard of RX News, we're a subscription service from RX, which covers publicly reported operational risk loss events in the financial sector from across the globe. Now, I'd like to introduce Fern, the RX News Assistant Manager for Editorial. Thank you, Lily. Hi, everyone. In this month's episode, we'll take a brief look at the top five largest losses from August 2022, all reported in US dollars. For July's top five losses, please go to the ORX News website. Also, in this episode, we'll bring the ORX News data management series to a close. Our last topic is data breaches at banks and insurers via third-party risks. Today, I'm joined again by Natasha, our senior researcher and news analyst, who will kick us off with the top five. Thanks, Fern. Yes, I will. So the fifth largest loss of August 2022 was to clients of Standard Advisory, who were defrauded by the company through undisclosed transactions totaling £75 The fourth largest loss was to Jefferies Financial, which expected to pay $80 to settle investigations into staff misuse of personal devices and messaging apps. In third, Nomad Cryptocurrency Bridge lost around $191 when hackers accessed the system and drained its funds. In second place, Ross Bank lost at least $1.8 when a group of executives allegedly embezzled this money during the restructuring of the bank overseen by Bin Bank. And the largest loss of August 2022 was to investors of Voyager Digital, who claimed they had lost over $5 billion in a cryptocurrency Ponzi scheme run by the company's CEO. Thanks, Natasha. Now let's wrap up our data management series with our final topic of data breaches via third parties. In the top risk reviews run by the ORX research team, third-party risk went from fifth last year to the second spot this year, with 84% of participants saying that they expected third-party risks to remain in their top five in a year's time. Exactly. So as third parties are often relied upon for the delivery of critical services, there is the added complication that controls for these may not be directly monitored in-house. Increasingly complex supply chains do cause a lack of visibility and oversight challenges. Absolutely. Third-party supply chains are rapidly becoming a concern and priority for firms and regulators. So to illustrate these risks, our first example will focus on events from where firms contracted Amazon Web Services, or AWS, but subsequently suffered data breaches. AWS offers a cloud storage system called Amazon S3. At the end of 2021, AWS had 33% of global market share for cloud infrastructure, while the next two competitors, Microsoft Azure and Google Cloud, had 21 and 10% respectively. It's important to note that AWS says that customers are responsible for managing their data, including encryption options, classifying their assets, and using identity and management tools to apply the appropriate permissions. So Natasha, can you please talk us through our first story? Yeah, of course. So in March 2019, an unauthorized external party accessed the personal information of 106 million Capital One credit card applicants and customers. Bloomberg said that the routinely collected information had been held on Amazon S3 servers, 
that Capital One had rented from AWS. According to the US Department of Justice, Paige Thompson, a software engineer who previously worked for AWS, used a tool that she had built to scan for misconfigured AWS accounts. She subsequently used those misconfigured accounts to hack into and download data from more than 30 entities, including Capital One. After discovering the breach, and amongst other things, Capital One offered free credit monitoring and identity protection to affected customers and invested in cybersecurity. In December 2021, Bloomberg reported that Capital One had reached a $190 million settlement with customers affected by this breach. Thompson was also found guilty of wire fraud this year. In a separate but still related story, in August 2020, Capital One was fined $80 million for not establishing effective cyber risk assessment processes from 2015 onwards, as evidenced by the AWS data breach. ORX News has a deep dive on this event as well as two separate digests. So in a similar and more recent example, India's second largest stockbroker, Upstocks, suffered a breach of 56 million Know Your Customer files between March and April 2021. The ransomware group Shiny Hunters infiltrated Upstock's server after they assessed its AWS key following the improper configuration of its Amazon S3 cloud storage system. The hackers demanded a 1.2 million ransom, but it's not clear if this was paid. Following the breach, Upstocks took some remedial measures, including temporarily disabling its desktop trading platforms, enhancing security for all third-party data warehouses, and encouraging ethical hackers to stress-test its systems. Yep, so moving on now to our next example of a different third-party service. Between May and June this year, the personal data of roughly 345,000 Boeing Employees Credit Union members was compromised in a ransomware attack on its third-party printing vendor. The union used the vendor to print and deliver monthly statements and other correspondence to its union members. After the attack, the printing vendor increased defences against cyber attacks and the credit union notified its impacted members, offering a year's credit monitoring. The union said it was satisfied with the vendor's remedial actions and continued its business relationship. However, in September 2022, Law360 reported that a proposed class action lawsuit had been filed against Boeing Employees Credit Union, seeking compensation for the data breach. The lawsuit alleged that the breach was a direct result of the union's inadequate cybersecurity, as the data compromised in the incident was allegedly unencrypted. And now moving on to third-party risk events involving insurers. In July this year, key bank mortgage customers' data was breached via its third-party insurance vendor, Overbuy Seawell. KeyBank used Overby Seawell to verify whether its residential mortgage clients had property insurance. Following the incident, Overby Seawell notified the FBI, contracted third-party cybersecurity experts and enhanced monitoring tools across its network. It also offered two years of credit monitoring and identity protection to the affected customers. In August 2022, Law360 reported that KeyBank and Overby Sewell would face a proposed class action lawsuit 
claiming that both firms had inadequate data security practices which allowed the breach to happen. And our final story is about five South African insurance brokers that all used processing services from Premium Handler and Debit Order Collection Agency QShore. The brokers announced in June 2021 that data related to their policyholders had been breached when hackers extracted data from QShore services. The reaction from insurers that used QShore was varied. Hollard Insurance Group said that it was satisfied with QShore's various remedial measures, whereas MUA Insurance terminated its business relationship. There is a wealth of stories covering third-party risks, including AWS vulnerabilities and similar cloud storage topics on the OX News website. Back to you, Lily. I hope you enjoyed listening to this month's podcast. If you'd like to know more about the top five losses, then please visit the RX website, where you can find the top five losses for each month, as well as a range of up-risk reports and resources. You can also read the full digest for each of the stories discussed in this episode on the RX website. Just search rx.org. Join us next time to hear next month's top five losses. Thank you.